So good to be in the presence of the Lord. On this Sunday, we welcome each and every person here. And we're so glad that you're in the house of the Lord today. And for the month of December, I know it's Christmas month and we normally put a Christmas theme to our sermons and looking towards the the coming of the Christmas season. But I'm already in New Year. Okay? Uh, I mean, just, I'm already there. Uh, I, I love this time of year, but I'm already over it. Uh, and uh, I've been listening to Christmas music since the day after Halloween. And, and I don't stand around very much. If you come to our house right now, you'd understand why, because I'll have mistletoe. Well, that don't sound bad. I got a little mistletoe uh, over on my halo. I like that. I'll have a little mistletoe on my halo. But uh, I'd, I'd have Christmas ornaments hanging from my ears and nose all kinds of stuff but 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 in reality in reality I am already preparing for 2018 I'm not trying to rush it because I believe God's going to do something great in Seven Cities Church in the month of December I believe in that I believe in I'm, I'm believing and and God sent me here today with a message to, to preach to this congregation and and so I'm gonna just I'm gonna just blow the lid off of it uh, I started actually on Wednesday night because I was so just so full of, of the word of the Lord uh, but the theme for December is called renew renew look at your neighbors say renew renew and and that's the theme for the month of December because I believe that December will be the segue to a release of God's power in Seven Cities Church in January of 2018 and, and I'm not just saying that that's not just hyperbole or, or balderdash that's, that's truthfully what, what I'm sensing in, in the Holy Ghost. I want to extrapolate. You can remain seated, but I want to extrapolate from the book of Titus, the third chapter, and the fifth verse. This is going to be our launch pad as, as we begin this series uh, for the month of, of December called Renew. And, and I want you to get real aggressive this. I want you to lean into this because renew means to renew. Okay? You've got to have a new to have a renew. You, you've had to have the experience to have the re-experience. So, renew. 
God said in the in through the prophet of the Old Testament, he said that that I will make all things new. I will make all things new. Now, in the context of that, he was not saying that that I'm going to do something I hadn't done before. He said, I'm going to redo what I've already done, but it's going to become new to you again. It's going to become it's going to become new to you again. Isn't it amazing you can go through the car wash and have new car smell put back in your car and it's easier to make the payment? Oh, come on, somebody. Renew. And, and so from Titus, the third chapter, verse number five, he said, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us by the washing of regeneration. In other words, we were reborn. There was a regeneration we were generated first from our mother's womb, and then we were regenerated. We were regenerated. See, this is what Jesus said to Nicodemus, except a man is born again. Nicodemus said, I'm old, I can't get into my mother's womb and be born. But he's saying, no, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a spirit birth. I'm talking about a baptism birth. So Paul tells Titus that we, we were regenerated. And then there is a renewing of the Holy Spirit. There is a renewing of the Holy Spirit. Now, when he's talking about the renewing of the Holy Spirit, he is, is talking literally about a fresh, living experience of the Holy Ghost. If you've ever received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, that's what made you a new creature in Christ Jesus. He said if we're in Christ, we are new creation. And when Paul uses the word renew here, he's saying this experience, it's possible that, that it gets stagnant. I, 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 I'll just reference myself today, but I don't get up walking on clouds and listening to angels harp every day. We live in a real world. We live where the bondage of this earth sometimes becomes more overwhelming than the freedom and liberty of the new world. And so Paul said that there has to be a renewing of the Holy Spirit. In other words, what he's saying is, it's not a one-time experience. You, you didn't get the Holy Ghost 40 years ago and live on that 40-year experience, but it should be a fresh experience.
every single day. There should be a renewing. Because it's possible that in the world we live in, the new becomes old. That is why we become so disenchanted with life. You, you buy something today and, and, and then next week there's an advertisement that a new, greater product has come out. Or something better, or, 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 or wow, look at that, and, and it's eye candy, it appeals to us, and we, we become very disillusioned with what we got yesterday, and yet yesterday, man, we couldn't stop talking about what we had gotten. We were so excited about it, we were putting it on Facebook, posting pictures on our Instagram, and, and Twitter, and, and so everybody could see the latest, greatest, but today we have become disillusioned with it because something better has been released. It's, it was the iPhone 3. Some of you are like, what? There was an iPhone 3? And now it's an iPhone 10 or iPhone X. And, and that's how life is. And let's be brutally honest, ladies and gentlemen. The spirit works a lot like the flesh works. We sometimes come in and what a great and awesome worship experience we had today as the worship team literally led us into the glories of the heavens. We, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know it, we have set together in heavenly places today. I mean, you ought to put your hands together and just give the Lord another praise because literally we have set together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. But next Sunday we may come in and, and, and well, you know, the music didn't, you know, it was kind of flat this morning and, and, and the preaching didn't just turn me on. yourself and you don't keep a box of cheer at the end of your beds to remind you that I need to be cheerful and you didn't have to listen to five times a smile a while and give your face a rest no leaky fountain faucets and there was no flat tires on the car and, and the, the toast wasn't burnt and man you, you know it's like whoo man I got my praise on today but, but yet if, if things aren't going just real well, I mean, it, it, it affects our worship. Let's be honest. It, it affects our worship. We're not, we're not quite on top of it. And, and I'm dealing with this and I'm dealing with that. And, and so Paul is saying, but you've got to go beyond that because what I'm talking about when it is renewed day by day, Paul would tell the Romans in 12 and 2 that there needs to be a transformation or a transference into your life by the renewing of 
your mind and the renewing. He says, this outer body is perishing every single day, but there's something inside of me uh, that's being renewed uh, every single morning because the Holy Ghost, you see, there's a reason that the Bible said uh, and refers to the Holy Ghost as new wine. And Jesus would say, you don't put new wine in old wineskins. Why? Because as the new wine, it's fermenting and it's alive and, and it's springing forth. And when you put it into an old wineskin, that wineskin has already been stretched. And the new wine is going to cause that old wineskin to burst. And the, all the new wine is going to be spilled. So he said, you got to keep your life fresh. you got to keep your life renewed. you got to go to the throne of God every single day not just on Sundays and not just when you're in crises but let there be a renewing and a refreshing of the Holy Ghost in your life Woo. feeling better already amen and I came across some scriptures out of Jeremiah and I found it in the message version if you indulge me out of Jeremiah 31 and, and this verse just kind of popped out at me as I was reading it in the in the message version, he said in verse 25 of chapter 31, I'll refresh tired bodies. And I'm like, whoo. I'll refresh tired bodies. And he said, I'll restore tired souls. God said, I want to do that for you. He said, he said to the to the Israelites in one place in Jeremiah he said you know I have offered you springs of living water I, I, I love how the Holy Spirit is referred to as a river and not a reservoir because when Jesus talking about the, the, the spirit he said out of your belly shall flow out of your belly shall flow out of your belly shall flow river what I love river fishing and the reason I love river fishing is because you never stand in the same water twice you ever thought about that and there's something about a river that water that's flowing and the sound of the bubbling brook as it goes around the rocks it's, it's therapeutic to me it's, it's just refreshing to me and, and he said, this is what the Holy Spirit's like. The Holy Spirit is not a stagnant pond. The Holy Spirit is a river of living water. See, there's something about a river and you're watching it and the bubbles and the oxygen and, and, and oh, how refreshing it is as that water is moving. And, and that's what he said the Holy Ghost is like. He said the Holy Ghost is like a river. And he said, I want you to understand that I've made you trees of righteousness and I didn't plant you by a reservoir. I planted you by a river. And he said, the reason is, I feel the Holy Ghost over here. The reason is I want your roots to be in water that's moving. I don't want your roots to be in water that's stagnant because it's going to cause you to be stagnant. But if you can be in a, beside a river of living water, if you can be right beside a river that's flowing, that life is going to continue. And Jesus said, I came that you might have life and that you have life more abundantly. I'm not looking. That's why 
why Peter said that we are lively stones built up into a spiritual house. He's not looking for dead bodies. I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, a living. He's not looking for what you have left. He's looking for something fresh and something real and something authentic. He's looking for something that's vibrant and something that's living. Somebody shout living. And so he said, I'll refresh tired bodies. And I love, I love this because this is the whole concept of, of God. It's the whole concept of, and you'll see it all through throughout scripture. And, and you look at the flood of Noah. And the flood of Noah, it, it, it washed the old world. We talked about this a few months ago. How that Noah, he sailed from the old world on water to the to the new world and I don't know if you remember this brother Jeremy but I talked about this on Wednesday night several years ago and I, I used when we lived in Austin I used to go fish the Guadalupe River and the rip the Guadalupe was just a great place to go and it, it was moving water and and, and there's just something awesome about it but I remember one year that that we had a I mean we had a monsoon come through Austin I don't know we we got 25, 30 inches of rain just in just a short amount of time. And and I had been down and fished the Guadalupe River uh, before the storm. And and I recognized, you know, I knew where there was places to fish and pockets and holes that held the trout. It was a trout hatchery. And, and, and I knew places to fish in, in that, that that river there that came out of, of Stone Canyon Lake. And, and, and so I, I, the, the, the floods came and I don't know how many inches total, but it was just a, literally a monsoon. just rained for days out upon the end. And the Guadalupe, and perhaps you read about it in the news, the Guadalupe went 25 to 30 foot above flood stage, literally wiped houses out, and, and just absolutely just was a devastating effect down that river channel. And I remember after the waters had receded, I went back to, to fish the Guadalupe, and, and I didn't even recognize the Guadalupe because the, the massive water and pressure that had come through there literally had just rearranged the whole landscape. Rocks that had been covered with moss were now clean. Old docks that had been in the water were gone because of the water and its ability to move. And, and I began to think about that as, as the Lord was dealing with me about renewed. See, there's something about the water, the pressure of the water, the movement of the water. See, sometimes the Holy Spirit comes and that renewing is more about removing things out of your life than keeping some things. You know, we, oh, ladies and gentlemen, there's times that we're holding on and we got a death grip on some things. But when you're renewed in the Holy Ghost, when you're renewed in the Spirit, and the flow comes again in your life, old things literally are passed away. Things that you held on to. Oh, let me just help someone. Some of you are trying to hold on to some people that God has removed out of your life. You've got a death grip on them. And God's saying, if you'll let the renewing of the Holy Ghost work in your life, I'm moving them out for a reason. They were in your life.
life to position you for a, a certain season. But God said that now it's time. I can't take you to the next level with them in your life. You don't understand it, but they were a leech. You don't understand it. They were toxic. You don't understand it. They were draining. But the renewing of the Holy Ghost comes and it's washing some things out. It's making new some th I came to preach to somebody today. It's time for a renewing. It's time for a renewing. A renewing. I talked about Wednesday night. There, there seems to be a craze in Midland, and my wife and I enjoy walking. And, and so we walk our neighborhood quite frequently, and, and, it, and it seems like that, that in our neighborhood, we're just seeing a, a, just a tremendous a plethora amount of, of homes that, that people are just, just deconstructing and, and just completely uh, just renovating them, new windows and siding and brick. People pull brick out and put stone on. I mean, they're taking roofs off and changing roof lines and, 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 and it's called renovation or remodeling. Here's the model, but we're going to re... See... See, you got to remember, ladies and gentlemen, that we're just clay. We're just the model. But the potter. But the potter puts us back on the wheel. I, I, uh, see, you're trying to make sense of the circumstances that's going on in your life. You're trying to figure out what's happening. Let me speak to you through the Holy Ghost today to tell you that the Lord or the Master Potter has put you back on the wheel. Why? He's doing some remodeling in your life. He's doing some renovation in your life. He is renewed. Jesus have mercy yeah. oh but that's painful yeah but if you can see what he's going to do with you I know you thought you were good yesterday but if you can see what you're going to be tomorrow if you can endure the suffering you're going to reign with him if you can endure the pain you're going to see his glory in your life like never before I know it's a struggle I came to preach to somebody it, it was so fitting today that we sung you're Alpha and you're Omega. You started it and you're going to finish it. But Lord, it's up to me to make it through the process. It's up to me. Oh, somebody ought to just shout, Lord, help me make it through the process. Help me make it through the process. Help me make it through the remodeling. Help me make it through the renewing. Help me make it through, God, if I can make it through. If I can make it through. Yea, though I walk through Oh, just tap your neighbor and say, through. If you can make it through the storm. It, yeah, the landscape's going to change. I got, I've got a caveat this to tell you today. The landscaping's going to change. Things are not going to look the way they used to when you... Oh, I don't know who I came to preach to on this Sunday. It's not going to... You might as well get ready and condition your mind because what it looks like when you come out is not going to resemble what it was when you went in. But if you can make it through, I came to tell somebody, if you can make it through, encourage your neighbor right now and say, come on, go through it. 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 Make it through. Don't quit in the middle. Don't stop in the process. Make it through. 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 
I, I'm, I'm very, very, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I just, I, I'm not real open with, with my life. I'm, I'm kind of secretive with my life. I'm, I'm not that I have anything to hide. I just, I, I, I try uh, my best to make you think I'm on top of the world at all times. And uh, I don't, there's no shame in the game. That's just how I am. I don't want you to know I'm going through anything or deal with anything. But, but I just got to be honest today. 2017 has probably been one of the worst years of my entire life. It's just been painful. I thought last year was bad when we were headed to Indiana to, to do the homegoing ceremony of my brother-in-law only to receive a phone call on the travel that my mother-in-law, my wife's mother, had passed away. And then while she was on the phone talking to her sister, I also got the call about Kathy Lujan. Uh, and her disappearance and ultimately the discovery of her body and, and, and I thought that was painful I thought that was really really bad and it was I mean we, we had to go back and forth and, and deal with some things but and, and then Sister Gwen she, she hit me up the first year she said I think this is a year of Jubilee praise God 2017 because I read Deuteronomy 15 and Deuteronomy 15, and see, here's what you got to understand. God said, I, I, every seven years, I know you're going to go through some things, Brother Jerry, but every seven years, I want there to be a release. Because how many understand, if you don't have a release at times, man, none of us are going to make it. Come on, just, just look at your neighbor and say, none of us are going to make it. I mean, so God said, every seven years, I want you to have a year of release. I want you to release all the debt. Ooh, hallelujah. You know, on that sixth year, you'd be maxing out MasterCard. Oh, you know you would. Don't look at me like that. Man, American Express, you'd be getting all the credit cards. Yeah, because I'm getting released next year. You know you would. New King Ranch, new limited. The Ford's coming out with a truck, hundred grand. Yeah, supposed to have wood floors. Like that ain't no pickup truck. That's a house. But every seven years, he said. You release the dead because if there's not a release, and so Sister Gwen came and she said, Pastor, I think 2017 is is a year of, of release. Oh, hallelujah! And release. It was a release of hell. I mean, I, I I've, I've dealt with things I have never in 54 years of living I've never dealt with and I had to confess I was ready to tap out and, and my brother-in-law comes and he, he's like you know you know, um, the Jewish calendar was 360 days not like the uh, Julian calendar it's 365.25 and, uh, you know, the Jewish calendar. So really it's like 2059 or 2058 or something like 
well, that don't add up, Sister Gwen, to a year of release. I still love you, but that don't add up. And, you know, and he's, he's telling me all this stuff. And, 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 I don't, and I'm not going to stand here today and tell you that 2018 is a year of release, but I'm telling you that, that December of 2017 is a month of renewing. And some of the renewing may be just positioning us with new strength to keep running the race. I, I know I'd like to be a prophet up here today and tell you you're coming out today. You're going to walk out. And I'd like to tell you today that, that tomorrow you're getting a check in the mail and everything's going to be. But what it may be, it may just be because the Lord woke me up early this morning and took me to the first uh, book of Kings chapter 17. And he said there was a prophet that stood in front of a king that said, Ahab, it's not going to rain for three and a half years. You better get ready we're going into a famine and then he takes off running and he goes into the wilderness and God sets up a smorgasbord and a continual flow of water but after a season the Bible said even the water the brook dried up and so he said, now I want you to go down to, to the, the city of Zarephath. And there you're going to find a widow. And so he comes strolling into the city of Zarephath. And here's a widow picking up two sticks. Now think about this. She's getting ready to build a fire with two sticks. Now I wish Manuel was here because he's a pyrotechnomaniac. I mean, anytime you're with Manuel, he's got a, I mean, if he was Indian, we would just call him Chief Big Fire. I mean, he's got fire raging. I mean, it's just always just burning, man. And, and, and so she's picking up two sticks. And the man of God says to her, would you get me something to drink? And so she leaves picking up her sticks and she goes to get him a cup of water. And as she's walking away, he says, oh, and make me a cake. And she spins on her heels and looks at him and says, I don't think you understand something. And some of you are sitting here right now looking at me saying, Pastor, I don't think you understand something. I've got enough meal to make one cake, enough oil to make one cake. And here's the prognosis. We're going to eat the cake and we're going to die. Huh, looks pretty bleak. And the man of God says, make me a cake first. Do you know what tremendous faith that little widow woman had to make him a cake but she made him a cake and the Bible said that every day there was enough meal in the barrel what are you saying? I came to preach to you. Sometimes renewal is not the canister being full. Sometimes renewal is just enough to make it through today and you gotta go back to the meal 
feel like preaching a little bit right now. Sometimes the meal barrel doesn't get full. It's just renewed with enough to make it through. And the Bible said that the meal barrel did not run out of meal for many days. I came to preach to somebody on this Sunday that your renewing is not something that's going to last you a week right now. Your renewing is going to take you through today. But you got to go back to the meal barrel tomorrow. You, you can't. Oh, God have mercy. See, when God sent manna, Moses looked at the people of Israel and he said, you got to go get it fresh. You got to go get it fresh every day. Except on the sixth day, you get enough to last for the seventh day. But if you get too much today, thinking, <laughs> I'm going to get enough for tomorrow. So I don't have to get up. I'm sorry to tell you, you're going to go hungry the second day. Because the Bible said on the second day, when you open the lid, it was filled with worms. Mm, protein. No, it's an Old Testament metaphor to let the child of God in the new covenant know that you can't get enough on Sunday to make it through till next Sunday. You can't get enough today to make it to Wednesday. You got to go back every day, take the lid off the canister, shake it, get the last crumbs of the meal, make you one more cake, and it's going to take you through today. It's called renewal. It's called renewing. It's called God taking care of me. So I came on the first Sunday of December to tell you from the Lord that this month is a season of renewing. Isaiah closed the 40th chapter of his writing by saying, the young man, the young man shall utterly fall. But they, that wait upon the Lord. Now our King James Version takes that word wait and, and we take it into our English language and say, oh wait, so I'll just kind of, okay, every good thing comes to him that waits. But the word wait in the Hebrew means to serve or to entwine yourself with and so the prophet said they that are diligent they that are serving they that are waiting what can I do for you how can I help you 
wait upon the Lord. How can I wait upon the Lord? I wait upon him with my praise. I wait upon him with my worship. I wait upon him through faith that he will take me through. I wait upon him by trusting him. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew. I said they shall renew. They shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and shall not faint. The new was great. I said the new was great. I read a story the other day of a mom. I thought she was genius. But she said she took all of her kids' toys and put them in a box, put them in a closet. And six months later, she got the box out, opened it up, kid thought they'd gotten all new toys. Man, that's a smart mama. Remember when you got something new? That new outfit, those new shoes you came in on Sunday and you're like, got you a new ring. Man, you really praise her. something about new but God said let me tell you something the renew is just as good as the new 